pick up any newspaper, watch cable news channels, surf internet news websites. It's all yesterday's news today. You need tomorrow's news today. You need Trends Vision 2020 now with Gerald Salente. Welcome to Trend Vision 2020, your money and your life. I'm Doug Grunther with the publisher of the Trends Journal and world-leading trend forecaster, Gerald Salenti. On our podcast this evening, shadow banking on the rise. While we don't have to worry about Iceland and American students sleeping in cars... Gerald, let's get rolling. What happened in the markets today? Everybody's down across Asia, across the U.S., but not really down a lot. Gold's up, Bitcoin's up. Stocks fell for second day on Wednesday, pressured by declines in tech and bank shares. But for the month, stocks are up 4%. And what we're really looking at over here is that consumer prices are up only 0.1%. And you know why I keep saying it. Everybody thinks it's can't figure it out. It's the five O's. We wrote about this in 1999. Open markets, open borders, overcapacity, overproduction, and online. Everything comes cheaper. There's more product than you need, more people to make it than you need, and now online and open markets have changed the game. So, on the gold front, gold went up today because, now this is very important. This is why you subscribe to the Trends Journal. This is why you listen to Trend Vision 2020 to get the real news. This is from CNBC. Gold prices gained momentum on Wednesday as the dollar dipped on speculation U.S. central banks would cut interest rates. Then at the very end, the U.S. currency was trading largely unchanged against the basket of currencies on Wednesday. Now, wait a minute. You just said over here that the dollar dipped. Right. And then two paragraphs down, they say the dollar went unchanged. It's nothing to do with that. What it has to do with the interest rates are the real issue because that's going to pump more cheap money, more monetary methadone into the system. So gold is looking good, but it has to go up $50 from where it is now to break past that $13.85 mark to give it the boost to go to $14.50 to break out. Oil prices. Oil prices today are down 4%. And now you're looking at bear market territory in oil. This is very important. It's down more than 20%, that means, because... That is signaling a global slowdown. Mm -hmm. It's nothing to do with trade wars. The trade and tariffs aren't slowing down the global economy. It's much bigger than that. And when you're looking at that kind of decline in oil sales, it's very important because it's telling you how bad things are slowing down. But it's good for retail, and it's good the summer season's starting, height of the driving season. So less money is going to go into the gas tank and a bit more into cash registers. You've, you've talked to us that copper is important because it's used so ubiquitously in high tech, et cetera. Where, where are we on that? Well, copper prices went down today again, too. And, and that's very important because that's telling you where the global economy is going. And China takes up about 50 percent of the new stuff mm -hmm. coming in. On other things, on in Argentina, they had that guy Scott from Florida going down visiting Senator Panama. Scott, yeah, yeah. Senator Jerk off. And... Remember, he's going to Panama, Argentina. Colombia, and Argentina. Guess what? Argentina's inflation rate just hit 55%. Whoa. Yeah. Their, their peso's down 50%, and oh, to borrow money, it costs you about 65%. Another one. I said things are slowing down. Ex-Modi economist finds India growth report too rosy. This is the guy that just left. He said they're only growing at about 3.5%, much lower than the... 6.9% that they're reporting. So it's a global slowdown. What's keeping the market up 
I didn't mention this yesterday, Salesforce to buy data analytics firm Tableau for $15.7 billion, more monopolies, more of the multinationals growing bigger and bigger, so we are just workers in slave landia. So that's what's going on in the market level, and it's very important. They're going to lower interest rates. We were the first among to say it, and I believe they're going to lower them at least the minimum of 100 basis points before the election. Okay, and I know they're talking about December. You think it needs to happen much more quickly much than sooner, that? Much sooner. All right. Well, yesterday we talked about the fact that Amazon is going to be putting out a credit card. And what's important about that is they don't care about what your credit score is. They'll give you, if you're under bank, whatever, they don't care. But that's the tip of the iceberg. This, to me, is an important headline. Risky borrowing is making a comeback, but banks are on the sideline. It's called shadow banking, yep. as loans bypass traditional banks. After the 2008 debacle, when, when banks were giving mortgages to anybody who could breathe in and out, there was an oversight, and they, they really watched the banks carefully and said, no, no, you can only lend to legitimate credit people. People have legitimate credit. No more. Now you have these shadow banks that are, have $15 trillion in assets. This is a disaster waiting to happen. In certain areas, including mortgages, auto lending, and some business loans, shadow banking have eclipsed traditional banks. This is the numbers over here. With roughly 50 million residential properties and $10 trillion in amassed debt, the American mortgage market is the largest source of consumer lending on earth. And now you have lending companies like Quicken Loans, Loan Depot, Caliber Homes. Yesterday, what did you mention? Amazon? Amazon. Right. And, and now they're saying that these businesses and others like them soared from 9% to more than 52% of the mortgage loans. Now, we also talked about the collateral loan obligations by the corporations. So the whole bubble is growing bigger and bigger. That's why they have to lower interest rates. Because if interest rates start going up now, this thing collapses, and that's what you saw happening in 2018 when the Fed aggressively raised interest rates. So what they're doing is just pumping more monetary methadone into the system. Okay, now, the annual global index came out. This has been going on for about 10 years, and they ranked the most peaceful, peaceful nations on Earth. The U.S. now ranks 128th out of about 165 nations. Well, there's good reason for it. The business of America is war. As I say, the business of China is business. And the fish rots from the head down. I won't like that guy, Qaddafi. I says he has to go, said the Nobel Peace of Crap Prize President Obama. I'll tell you what, that Saddam Hussein, he has weapons of mass destruction. I don't like the way he's treating his people, said the murderer Bush. One after another, Iraq, Kosovo, Vietnam, North, uh, the Korean War. It's war, it's war, it's war, and it's seeping down into the culture. So some, some crazy guy blows up a bunch of people at school or wherever at work. They're following the lead. All right, well, just so you know, Iceland is the most peaceful nation on Earth. And uh, Afghanistan's in last place, so at least we're ahead of them. Yeah, and again, that's why you need to Occupy Peace. Go to OccupyPeace.com. And we should also mention, if you want to read history before it happens, you subscribe to the Trends Journal, and you do that at TrendsJournal at TrendsJournal.com.
Com. Now, the presidential reality show bum, bum, is bum. going on, and war is infiltrating even that. You think Democrats are for peace? Not so. Democratic candidates demand the U.S. prepare to fight wars of the future. Give us some details. Well, we got, uh, we got Joe Biden over there, the leader. Remember a couple of weeks ago he was saying about uh, China when um, they were putting the tariffs on them. He said, uh, he said that China was nothing. He said, um, China's going to eat our lunch? Come on, man. I mean, you know, they're not bad folks. <laughs> folks, they're not competition for us. They're always folking us. Folks, folks, Obama. Yeah. That's where he picked it up from. He was Obama's vice president. Obama was always folking us. So anyway, this is Biden now two days ago. We're in competition with China. We need to get tough with China. There are serious challenges for us. We need to rally more than half the world's economy to hold China in account. Then there's this guy, Buttigieg. Buttigieg. Buttigieg, yeah. Buttigieg. He's, yeah. A, he's, a, he's a fourth leading candidate That's in right. the polls. And he's the one they're pumping off as a progressive. He goes, America needs to refocus out on future threats. Quote, our military capabilities exist for a reason. You know what the reason is? We stand ready to use force. Isn't that nice? Coming from a former Navy intelligence officer. Oh, how proud he is to hold that AK-47 in his uh, military drag. Intelligence? What intelligence? Harvard, Princeton, Yale, bullets, bombs, and banks. That's who this fraud is. He's one of them. Listen to these quotes by him. Meeting the challenge of China means maintaining investments in the military. I can't understand why America's not a peaceful nation. I just can't figure it out. You know, it's amazing. And by the way, how much press is Tulsi Gabbard getting, the representative from Hawaii, who has said categorically, bring the troops home, stop regime change, enough with all these useless wars. She gets no press. You want to get press, talk about war. Exactly. And this, you know what else this jerk says? Yeah. He called for revitalizing America's intelligence services, being that he was in them, so that they could engage in, quote, spreading the right kinds of information, propaganda. Oh, but don't let the Russians or anybody else do it. We're the only ones that could spread the right kind of propaganda. And he wants to disseminate truth, bridging private and public sectors. This guy's a fascist pig. You got it? He's playing the game, and the morons, the Democrats, are buying and swallowing butt edges, butt crap, spewing out. All right. Well. Disgusting. It is. Okay. This is disgusting. This should be big news. All right. It is here. Vietnam to crack down on relabeled Chinese goods that escape U.S. tariffs. Even that connects to war. Yeah. Again, what's happening is they're bringing stuff in from China, relabeling it, made in Vietnam, and sending it back. Textiles, seafood, agriculture. And this is very important. Imports from the United States to Vietnam grew 40% this year. And the United States is importing $40 billion from Vietnam, more than they're importing, we're importing from South Korea and Taiwan. And the importance of this, like that butt-edge guy and the rest of these warmongers, when we were young guys, 
We got to hate them commies. Those Vietnamese commies, if we don't stop that war over there, those dominoes are going to keep falling. And before you know, we'll have commies in, in, in California. Hmm. Oh, yeah, remember that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And how many? 58,000 American men killed, boys. 250,000 wounded. Millions of their minds and lives destroyed. 3.5 million Vietnamese killed, destroyed the country, Agent Orange, but now we're doing business with them. It's okay to do business with the commies. You listen to the crazy psychopaths, the Democrats and repulsive kins <laughs> get you into one war after another. Oh, and I forgot China. How we were supposed to hate China. They had us hiding on the desk about Russia, the commies, because an atom bomb was going to fall. China, you couldn't trust them. And now these are two communist countries are two of our biggest trading partners. Can't make this stuff up. Yes, you can. If you live in a crazy country run by crazy people, and that's why we're so high on or so low on the peace index. Okay, well, interesting that a Russian journalist, Ivan Gulenov, he was arrested in Russia, and there was a huge outcry in Russia, including Russian papers calling for his release. Well, he has been released, but meanwhile, Julian Assange... Is still in jail, still and you know, it doesn't make the news in America. And here's the hypocrisy, the moron over there, the British Foreign Secretary, Hunt. You know, this is the guy who, when, when the United Nations said that uh, Assange is being mistreated, mm -hmm. and, this, and he said they were wrong. This is what he came out with when they released the guy in, in Russia. Very concerned before they released him. We're very concerned by arrest of Russian investigative journalist. Journalists must be free to hold power to account without fear of retribution. This, what, the hypocrisy, the outright hypocrisy as they throw this guy in, uh, Assange in jail oh, for yeah. nothing. Right. So if you're in Russia, you, you get freed. All right. Growing Czech protests put pressure on prime minister. What's going on over there? Again, it's one country after another. This guy's accused of doing dirty deals. Again, one country after another, we've been talking about it. So the people are protesting against it. All right. Well, since part of what uh, our mission is, is to give a, a sense of what's going on in the world, let's quickly go through some other chaos around the world. Ethnic attack in Mali kills at least 95, and Moldova crisis worsens as two rival governments stand firm. We wrote de in depth in the Trends Journal about what was going on in Mali with another slimy character, may he rot in hell, Francois Hollande from France, they used to own a lot of Mali over there. Mm -hmm. By the way, right next to Mali is where all the, all the uranium is, and they have more power, uranium power plants in, in France than anywhere else, and they didn't want other groups to control it. So they made up this story about going into Mali. The United States put dictators in there. But what happened also, when thanks to Obama and all of the rest of the murderers that got rid of Gaddafi, a lot of people left Libya went back to Mali. The whole place is, is, is in flux, and you have a lot of Western troops in there from Germany, the United States, France, and other countries. So it's a tinderbox ready to explode. All right. Kim's murdered brother was a CIA contact. Yep. And Kim's slain sibling met with South Korea. Anyway... I wonder why they killed him again. You now, this didn't happen by accident. The CIA was involved in it. Why are we involved in any of this? Why don't we mind our own business? Oh, and you know what that butt-edge guy said, too? That he wouldn't write letters like Trump did to um, 
North Korea love letters, he called them. He would keep sanctions on North Korea until they obeyed him as president. Yeah, we know how well sanctions work. Um, one in four Americans chose not to receive health treatments last year. What could the reason be? It couldn't be because we got other things to do with our money, like spend it on wars. 45% of Americans worry a major health issue could send them into bankruptcy. 20% have delayed purchasing medicine due to cost. Americans borrowed $88 billion to pay for health care. So again, this, this is what's going on. And again, it's why give people free health care or give them anything when we have better ways to waste our money? Well, speaking of you know, this ongoing trend of monopolies, it's the main reason why we have the most expensive health care system in the world, even though we're only 13th in terms of effectiveness. What does it say there? The U.S. health care system is full of monopolies. Hospital systems continue to merge and gobble up doctors' practices, which lets them charge more for the care they provide. Insurers and pharmacy benefit managers are also merging to bring in more revenue. And here's one specific example, if you want a specific example, dialysis. Dialysis clinics bring in about $25 billion a year, right? Big yep. business. Two companies control 92% of the market. Isn't that great, huh? No wonder we have, can't no afford surprise, anything. No surprise. That's why you subscribe to the Trends Journal. Read my book, Trends 2000, I wrote in 1996. Here's what I said back then. Among the largest publicly traded healthcare companies, HMOs had the highest overall profit gains. A vertically integrated medical oligopoly was created to cash in on the trillion dollar health industry. This is going back then. A handful of giant companies grabbed control of everything from visits to a, an HMO or doctor and stays in hospitals, nursing homes, rehabilitation centers to drug prescriptions and insurance claims. So there you go. And, and it's one monopoly after another. That's why we are nothing more than plantation workers in Slavelandia. And you wrote that when? 1996. And so you keep ahead of history by subscribing to the Trends Journal. It's easy to do. Trends Journal at TrendsJournal.com and read history before it happens. Quick story at the end because we highlighted at the beginning. We have now a trend of American college students sleeping in their cars. Yeah, it's again, it's, you're looking in Seattle. It's risen 46%. It's going up 16,500 people are sleeping in cars in Los Angeles. So the California, the government, they're way ahead of the curve over here. So here they just passed a bill that, quote, would require every community college in the state to provide a safe parking lot <laughs> where homeless students can sleep in their cars overnight. So they fixed the problem. These are the morons that are running and ruining our lives as the bigs are gobbling up everything and the politicians, the Democrats and Repulsivekins are doing what they're told by them. And the only chance we have is to be aware of what's going on and that's what we'll be doing tomorrow right here at Trend Vision 2020.